Welcome, welcome, welcome! We're alive and fly here at the Recap News Dimension, your number one and only source for recap news. I'm Kat, your intrepid reporter, your DM, and of course, your squirrely little pomelo baby. Pomelo baby? Bren? You're alive? Bren! 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 <laughs> Are you okay? Bren, there's an Don't echo. Don't question it. Don't question there's it at all. Echo. I'm able to pluck you all out from whatever dimension or part of the world that you exist in. And you will return there the moment that this dimension closes. Pomelo, baby. So- <laughs> yes? You're going to tell me everything you know. Absolutely not. Last time I pulled the three of you into this little old pocket dimension, you'd saved Madria, traveled through some scary caves, unlocked some new powers, made some new god friends, discovered some new god enemies. So tell me, what happened once you went into the spooky, monster-infested, hooded forest? Yeah. Um, well, we headed into the hooded forest, and, well, the first thing we noticed was there were, like, a, there were a lot of hawks. Like, like a lot of hawks, and they really didn't like Corbin. I mean, I guess they didn't really like any of us, but especially Corbin. And Oh, well, yeah, and you put one of them in a bag. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess I did kind of do that. And then we had to fight those owl bears. I'll never forget what they sounded like. <laughs> but then the boars arrived, and they wanted to fight the hawks. And, and Big Boar Varahara here to slam. That's right, Corbin. Varahara, the god of the boars, arrived. Just like you said. God of the jam. (laughs) He could turn hawks into jam. Ah! He was so sweet. I miss him already. Hoogan was also there, and he was huge. (laughs) I hate this. It was crazy. Corbin climbed up on Varahara's back, and then he climbed onto Hoogan. Yeah, he did. How'd that work out for you, Corbin? Really good. Apparently, fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not dead. Yeah, I'm still here. Not away. Unlike some people, I'm, I'm still here. Oh, wow. A smackdown, a throwdown brawl between giant gods. Sounds like a beast of a battle, eh? <laughs> eh? No! Really <sighs> So then what happened? Did you link up with Varahara? Then we met Alden. Oh, uh, yeah. Varahara's ward and living sacrifice. He's an asshole. I liked him. And then, yeah, well, I thought he was all right, except for when he said I was a bad leader. I don't understand how someone who has a dad as cool as Varahara could end up like that. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like you guys kind of were taken with each other. Fran, those hawks must have gouged out your eyes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So anyway, Corin met his soulmate, Alden, and then... <laughs> Oh, Alden took us to meet Varahara, his very cool dad. And I'm pretty sure that if we, well, we were hoping he might adopt us. But honestly, at this point, I'd settle for uh, any sort of non-vendetta type action from him. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, Varahara told us the uh, boards would help us if we took out the nest Hugin was using to spawn monsters. Oh, and we took Alden with us. Ooh, a hunky, feral elf boy. How juicy. How could you not instantly fall in love with that soft blonde hair and wild attitude? So, what happened when you went to the nest? So, um, 
uh, Baby Pomelo, I do see here that the script you've given us says that Alden is a great forest guide. <laughs> that is actually incorrect. He did... I mean, he was good at that part, wasn't no. he? No. Yeah. Uh, anyways, we found some Ilfrin scouts and some spiderwebs, <laughs> and then uh, it was bad. It's, we found out it was really bad back in Ilfra. Oh, it's a good thing the city has you and your armies coming to rescue them. But that nest, that had to come first, right? How did that go? Well, the eggs were disgusting, and one of them went onto the road. A road egg, <laughs> one could say. He was a scary, scary boy. <laughs> he almost turned Corbin into another road egg. Road, road egg. Oh, yeah, but then Fran summoned a demon. And it was pretty cool, and we defeated road egg. And burned up all the eggs, so the forest was pretty much cleared after that. Woo! Take that, a road egg. What a victory. Nothing could get you guys down after that. Um, except for the fact that then Hoogan arrived and he stole Alden, so that wasn't awesome. But for the first time in my life, I wasn't the damsel, and that was awesome. Well, I guess I spoke too soon. What was your plan to rescue your friend? Okay, so we were going to get Phelan. You know, the son of Torva, who's the betrayer, who's kind of our friend, and he, he's, like, super hot. Anyway, we were going to get him to help us rescue Alden. But he couldn't actually help us because he has this tattoo, so then we had to free him. But we couldn't really free him because we don't know how to get his tattoo off. So then we had to go talk to Dawson, who has this book that we had to... But Dawson won't do anything until we got him the tusk that protects Ilfra. So then we had to go to Ilfra and get the magical tusk. <sighs> Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> oh, Ilfra, the famed walled city, protected by the ancient magic of the god of the hooded forest. They have the most amazing art scene there. Lots of operas, beautiful museums, musicians, singing, dancing, and amazing food. Did you get a chance to go to the Starvin' Marvin while you were there? Starvin' Marvin? Starvin' Marvin! I, I, I could have gotten a stamp in my Hungry Boy passport. Oh, oh. now it's incomplete! We missed all of it. I mean, to be fair, there was no food in Ilfra. Yeah, yeah they probably weren't open. They, it's like, they really, it's like, it's like they were definitely not open. Yeah, that's what I said. They probably weren't. No, they, they, they weren't for sure. It's a 100% guarantee they were not open. Well, I mean, we didn't check. No. Ilfra has been under siege for months, so there's no food. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a, I mean, it's, it's like a retail chain, you know? Basically, everyone in the city was either a starving soldier or a starving refugee. Wow. You could say there were a lot of starving Marvins. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you find in Ilfra then? Well, I found a new love interest. Her name is Olivia. She protected me from the fiery blast because Torva and his army, which are just outside Ilfra, have been attacking it with apparatus of destruction and, like, hurling fireballs at the barrier, which isn't that strong currently. But eventually she had to go her separate ways and everyone else was gone when I got back to meet up, except for Phelan, who showed up. Ooh, what did Phelan have to say? Nothing. Uh... <laughs> well, what happened to the rest of you? It sounds like Fran had quite a time. Corbin, what about you? I turned into a moth, and I followed an Ilfrin general who's incredibly incompetent named Vespria, and he was just running back into the palace. I may have been discovered as a non-OG moth, 
and <laughs> I turned into a human boy, and then... Oh, yeah, and you got captured again. No, well... You were taken into police custody and put in a cage again by our enemies. I was temporarily detained, but I met an <laughs> ally in the form of a slug, and I, di- I hatched an incredible plan to free myself by setting fire to the door of my cell. And it did work. It worked. I passed out, but it worked, and I'm a genius. <laughs> it technically did work. It did work. And I cast Charm Person on Vespera and discovered that he is a genuine idiot. And uh, But he's the one carrying the active yes. tusk, like the real one. There are four other ones that they were kind of using as a shell game, the old ones that aren't activated anymore. But the real one that is actually protecting the city and the one whose power is connected to Alden being the living sacrifice, Vesper was just carrying that one around. He sure was. And that's the one that Dawson wanted, too. Well, Corbin, how did you get out of that sticky situation? I jumped out the window. Of course you did. Well, Slake, you had Mary with you. What did the two of you do? Uh, well, since there was all the, you know, fireball things coming down and stuff, Mary and I took shelter in an art gallery, which had been, you know, repurposed. We were finding a place to hide in the stored artwork, actually, and we found a tusk. And, you know, we thought maybe this is the tusk, because we didn't know that there were more tusks. So we took that tusk, and then we tried to sneak out, and, uh, well... And then I came to rescue you, and I made a man huge... (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) Uh, And then we reunited with Corbin. Wow, what an introduction to the city. You really must come back sometime when things are more normal. The starvin' Marvin has the best fish sandwiches. So, you got the tusk. Then what? Uh, well, then we decided that we should find a temple to give Dawson the tusk. But it turned out that Dawson didn't actually want that tusk. He wanted the other tusk, the one with the, you know, juice. Dawson said that he'd give us the book that we could use to free Phelan as long as he got the tusk before we left the Elfrin Valley. And to ensure this, he left me with a cursed gold coin embedded in my hand. Oh, I I forgot to mention, part of the reason I made that deal was because Corbin went into (laughs) Dawson's bag and was almost eaten by Porthos the Green, who's trapped in there. Hey, Slay. No hard feelings. We all made choices. Fucking Corbin. It's almost like Corbin was captured in a damsel situation and had to be saved by us again. Anyway, so we prayed to Phelan. We prayed to him like over and over again and tried to scry him and tried to look at him in dreams. And he basically wasn't answering. Who knows? Sounds like a typical teenage god. So, next morning, you guys were ready to spring into action, right? What happened next? Well, actually, uh, there was another emergency. (laughs) Another step in our wonderful fetch quest. There were monsters in the market. Scorpos, in fact. and uh, Scorpos. Scorpos, and we had to fight them, and I made two spiders. Really big. I made three spiders. One of them died immediately. (laughs) I only really bonded (laughs) to the two. Uh... (laughs) And then Vespria showed up, but he was too late, and um, we found a note from Phelan. Also, I turned into a monkey, and I took his tuff. <laughs> and I threw poop in Fran's hair. Oh, Corbin. Anyway, 
When Vesperius showed up, we decided to just take the tusk from him because he can't be trusted with anything. Okay, well, not the ideal way to start a rescue mission, but at least you got the tusk. What did you do with it? Did you hand it over to Dawson? Uh, well, not right away. Yeah, yeah, baby Pamela, we handed it over to Dawson and then Torva destroyed the whole city. The end. (laughs) Well, you don't have to be rude about it. Uh, no, we kept it. We kept it for the time being. But we did get the book from him. The one that we needed to take the god's writing off of Phelan so he could help us get Alden. And because Phelan still wasn't answering, I used it on Mary to release her from her old curses that limited her power. I wrote something so that she would know of her own power and she used the tusk to create a super shield using her new powers and it was great and... Nothing bad happened. (laughs) And then we prayed to Phelan one last time, you know, give it the old college try. And he was bleeding and told us not to come rescue him. Oh, so that's when you went to go rescue your friends, right? Yes. Yeah, that's when we went to go rescue Phelan. So what was the first step? Well, I mean, I told you the first step, of course, was getting the test. Okay, all right. Yes, yes. So the the first step (laughs) of the actionable plan. Oh, we had to make a distraction. And we knew that Torva had captured Rove on the lake by Ilfra, so I... Rove, the god of rain? Yes, the god of rain, yes. So (laughs) I went to go rescue her, amazingly, and I pushed a big metal man off a boat and set her free, and she made a a big rainstorm. Wow. Rove was there? Just how many gods does Torva have captive? I don't, it seems like maybe all of them. I don't know. <laughs> Me and Slake went to go find Phelan, but first we found Cecilia. She's the other attendant of Mary's who wasn't Torva. And we found Phelan's brother Orestes. And we wanted to arrest him, but we couldn't. He's too much of a bastard. But we did fight him, almost to death. Yeah, and he was kind of eating Phelan's blood. Uh, so that was pretty gross, too. He's a bad man. Bad man or a bad boy, am I right? No. No. No, he's like no. a war criminal. No, he's genuinely <laughs> a psychopath. But, like, in a sexy way, right? No. Not no, really. No. I mean... So we, like, we fought that guy. We got Phelan. And then I rewrote his tattoos so that they would only make him betray people who deserve to be betrayed. And that caused no problems at all either. None of my actions have caused any problems. <laughs> Listen, friend, we can all agree on that. Now let's move on. <laughs> so, we got Phelan, and now it's time to get Alden. <laughs> also, I, I showed up at some point. Alden, he'd been tortured a lot, and... It seemed like he had to watch a lot of Ilfrins be killed in front of him because they were trying to break the spell of protection since he wasn't supposed to talk to Ilfrins because he was like, you know, the living sacrifice of Varahara. Oh, and also they seemed to have cut off his pinky. They definitely cut it off. They cut it all the way off, separated. Well, the good news is you got him. Triple rescue. But there were more rescues to come, right? You didn't just stop with a triple rescue. Let's make it a quadruple. So it, so in our quad rescue, we went to go save uh, Farah, 
who... Fara, the guide, god of death? Yes, Pamela. <laughs> yeah, she, we thought she had died at the Battle of Eol, that Torvad killed her, but apparently he just took her into captivity like he does to every god he meets. Yeah, it's a worrying pattern. <laughs> Torva himself kind of is a worrying pattern. Just Anyway, Cecilia was there too, and she, hmm. you know, gave her explanation for why she's doing what she's doing, even though she doesn't really believe in what Torva's doing. And blah, blah, blah. <sighs> but, you know, she let us go, and she let Farah go. So, wow. Uh, yeah, that's kind of when Hugin showed up. Another god? Wow, you guys ran, right? He's a big god. No. No, we did not. <laughs> you fought him? We killed him. Well, Slake killed him. Uh, well, I guess, yeah. <laughs> also, we, um, Quint rescued Ava, the songbird. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> I forgot about Ava. Also, I summoned Burger Jerker. Oh, my God. You can count that as a rescue, oh, too. Sex rescues. Sex rescues. <laughs> Six rescues in one day, and three of them were gods? Amazing. Truly amazing. You three are becoming quite the heroes. Now that Ilfrin General could not deny that you guys are the real deal. True heroes blessed by the gods. Yeah, I think that. So, you made it through the camp, back to the city. What happened next? Well, we were finally given our heroes due, but we couldn't really stay and luxuriate in it we had to go find mary yeah we wanted to check on her yep and she was totally normal uh and she was crying golden tears of extra magic that was overwhelming her and i guess the old curses that were on her were you know containing her power and like keeping her from like going crazy from not being named blah 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 blah, blah. And now she has to pick a name soon because of what i did Oh, dear. I'm very sorry about your friend. You never want to find out that someone has an uncontrollable amount of power threatening to swallow them whole. Just a terrible situation all around. But there was still an army on Ilfra's doorstep, wasn't there? You needed a plan. Yep, we, we made our plans with Vespria and sent messages to the Ilfrin forces just to coordinate everything, even though we knew everything would probably happen the way it happened as war is wont to do. But no plan is complete without a party. That's the Ilfrin way, as I understand it. Yeah, friend. Yeah, what happened at the party, huh? I danced at the party platonically with my f many friends, because I'm very popular. Anyway, uh, well, friend and Phelan finally kissed, <laughs> and then, uh... <laughs> Don't tell everyone about that slate. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's private. Well, uh, we were catching up with my god, you know, Yoan. But he was super small, which was neat. He looked great. I mean, he always looks great. But anyway, Yoan was there. He's a beautiful little beetle. And he told me to be real careful and some stuff about, uh... Choosing things wisely and moments. I don't know. I was kind of distracted because he was very shiny. And then um, I kind of got married by accident. Uh, uh, yeah, Slake is married now. I'm a married uh, person. <laughs> I, I'm still kind of figuring that part out. Uh, but Slake danced with a girl and she kissed their face. Oh, my God. Fred, don't tell them that. Ah, uh, married. 
let's change the subject. Unfortunately, it seems like you all have just the worst luck when it comes to parties. But technically, this party was already over by the time tragedy struck, so I'm not really sure if it counts on your track record of ruined parties. Track record? You got a track record now. <laughs> anyway, it was ruined because Torva showed up, and he trapped the god Bruva, who is out in the lake outside of Ilfra, and sacrificed his heart to revive a dragon. I guess that's all part of Torva's plan, to kill the forces? He wants to resurrect the giants, and in order to do that, he was testing it on a dragon, and now he did it on the dragon, so I guess he can do it on the uh, giants too, and kill, I don't know. But anyway, we had a war to fight in the meantime. Oh boy, a huge battle. Your reinforcements, had they arrived? Uh, I mean, you know, not maybe all of them. Physically? <laughs> they trickled in. Why don't you each tell me one amazing thing that you did during this battle? Corbin, we'll start with you. <laughs> I summoned a giant water elemental and it was Fran. And it wasn't it me. It was my child. It was Fran. It wasn't. At, not I mean, it physically, looked like Fran. It wasn't. Her name was Franchise. People can look like each other and not be the same. She was mine. Uh, and she was Franchise. Okay. Slake, what about you? Um, well, Corbin actually used some magic to make Darius super big so that I could ride him. And it was amazing. Mounted combat on a giant beetle. One of my most fervent dreams. And Fran, what did you do? Well, I was taking out apparatus left and right on the lake, and while I did that, I spread my propaganda. I put my face everywhere with thumbs up and arrows and targets so that everyone would know who we should fight, how we were doing, and who was behind it. Me, Fran. Yeah, you really inspired everybody. And I helped. And then what about that dragon? Yeah, Tora was riding that giant dragon that he resurrected around and uh well he was mostly focused on trying to break the barrier that mary had erected we held it off or at least managed to survive until torva broke through mary's shield though oh boy he is scary powerful isn't he but you faced off against him didn't you i did um i, I teleported up there I was standing by Mary when she declared herself the survivor. She finally gave herself a name. And she, I guess, dragged Torva into the void. There was a huge explosion. I didn't really see what happened. Phelan showed up and grabbed me, and then everything went black. <sighs> yes, mortals aren't supposed to enter and leave the void freely the way demigods and gods are. So I guess we'll see how that goes for you, Fran. I'll be putting you right back Wait. in there once we're done here. So don't you worry. Wait. So that's where Fran don't is. Don't you what? worry about hey. it. What? Anyway, Fran, I'm sorry I can't hold you here in the news dimension. So we'll just have to see how you fare in the existenceless void that is the realm that does not exist. Wait. Farewell. Bye, guys. Oh, hey, wait, wait a minute, you can't what? do that. She's already gone. Don't worry about it. Slake, Corbin, you were left in Avalis, picking up the pieces. Literally. There was a lot of rubble, but all the Torbaic troops were gone, and that pesky dragon, poof, like it never even existed. 
quite a miracle for your friend to pull off, especially as a first-time god. Speaking of gods, you had that deal with Dawson that you needed to finish. <sighs> yeah. Dawson showed up to collect the tusk and finally took that coin out of my hand. And we tried to get information about what happened to Mary and Fran. And he did say that they were still alive out there somewhere in the void. So if we can summon Mary back, uh, maybe... Well, I, I guess I don't know quite how to get Fran back, but we're working on figuring it out. Fran will be fine. Phelan's with her. And also, I survived in the void for like 16 plus years, probably, so... Corbin, you were only in there for a few seconds. Time is relative, Slate. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. A lot has happened in this arc. Unfortunately, we're out of town today on Recap News, so I'll just return you from where you came from. Oh, wait a minute, we still have a lot of questions, and... Goodbye, and I'll see the rest of you all again next arc, here on Recap News. Oh, hello, everyone. (laughs) If you hear something terrible, I don't know if you will be able to hear it or not, but if you do, um, in the background, it is my beautiful four-and-a-half-month-old puppy drinking loudly from his water bowl. Yes, this is Caitlin, the puppy owner, the current new fresh puppy owner who decided to adopt a puppy the same weekend that they decided to try to edit this recap in two days. And um, I I did it. Let me tell you, I did do it. But at what cost to my sanity? Oh, he's being so cute. Oh, good boy. Oh, he's so good. Sorry, he was very cute. Um, anyways, so uh, I am here for many different reasons. Uh, the first of which is to let everyone know that we are adjusting our um, posting schedule. I believe we are pushing it back a week. Um, we may be pushing it back more than that. I don't think so, uh, but we will post an official announcement about it on Twitter in the next day or two. The reason for this is uh, that our entire city and state and country is on fire. So mostly our city. Um, we are all safe. Kat is safe. She was the closest to all of the danger, but she is fine. I think the riots are kind of starting to calm down. Um, if you're listening to this in the future, it was fucked. <laughs> um but we're we're safe. We're just kind of recuperating and um, pushing our schedule out also because it's kind of hard to be super funny uh, when you live in a police state. So anyways, this episode is brought to you by Cobalt Press's Empire of the Ghouls, the Underworld Player's Guide and Underworld Players. Empire of the Ghouls is an Underdark campaign for levels 1 to 13. The matching Underworld Player's Guide includes new playable races from Darrow, to Dark Tolkien, Trollkin, I'm sorry, I <laughs> keep reading it as Tolkien because it looks like that. It's Trollkin, someone who is kin with trolls, to Drow and Mushroom Folk, plus new spells, subclasses, and backgrounds. The Underworld Layers book includes standalone Underdark Adventures for levels 3 to 14. The whole package is available now from koboldpress.com and on Roll20 and Fantasy Grounds for online play. Find out more at koboldpress.com. Dot com and tell them that dspn sent you we are also sponsored this week by elderwood academy 
Elderwood Academy are artisans who craft amazing gaming products, including dice towers, dice trays, dice boxes, deck boxes, dice, and more. All products are crafted to look like spellbooks, scrolls, cases, codexes, and other awesome fantasy gear that we do love. Um, I actually went on their website and looked at some of their stuff, and it is super cool. Like, it's handmade carved boxes and like little velvet things to put your dice in they have a mini one that literally comes with the mini dice and it's like um hex chest mini i believe is what it's called and it like has various different engravings that you can choose to put on it it's magnetized it has like a key ring so you can put your keys on it use it as a keychain or you can like hang it around your neck and wear it as a necklace it's super cool um so definitely go check them out um, you can find that product and many more at elderwoodacademy.com slash don't split, as in don't split the podcast network. That's our network. Bye, everybody.